You are listening to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. Don't forget, whatever stage of life you're walking through or sometimes stumbling, it's important to look above and anchor yourself to the one who controls it all. The best part of life is finding your people, people who will walk with you through the fire. That's what we're here for. Daily inspiration, burning questions answered, and how to always look above. I'm Brooke. And I'm Peyton. And we are Struggling Beautifully. Hey guys, welcome back to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. I'm Brooke and I'm here with Peyton today, as always. (laughs) And um, just want to give you a quick synopsis of what we're talking about today. Um, It was laid on Peyton's heart this week for us to talk about healing. And I think that that is such a broad topic that can be covered over a multitude of talks. But I think just kind of breaking it down to um, some things that maybe pain's going through some things that I've taken through, um, multiple years of healing through multiple different things. Um, and I think the healing something that people go through almost daily. It's a daily walk. It's a daily struggle that we have. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Good stuff. And I am in my car today, guys, this is the life of having a very loud and busy family. So, um, I'm really excited to talk about this today because I am personally going through a season of healing. I think God is calling me to healing. Um, and I know Brooke has a lot of advice about this. Uh, I just want to first preface it this by, um, when we're thinking about healing, like I like to relate it kind of to like physical healing, whenever you're lifting and you're sore and your muscles are repairing, it's like met with that soreness before it gets better and before you get stronger. And even in like normal injuries, like you tear your meniscus or whatever else you hear like the third day when the healing starts, that's when it hurts the most. So I want you to keep that in mind when we're talking about healing is that it is not easy and it's not an easy um, thing to talk about and think about because it is met with a lot of heartache. Yeah. And to kind of add on to what Peyton said before I go into some things that I want you guys to think about, um, healing also is not a quick process. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. And it's not something that you're going to just one day feel great about, even if it's years down the road, I am still healing from things that have happened years and years in my past. And, um, kind of like letting the Lord take ownership of all that for me and take over that for me um, is something that has taken taken a long time, even for me. So a couple of things um, that I have actually uh, over the last couple of days and months thought about, um, one of the first things that always comes to my mind, and especially when talking to somebody who might be healing or somebody who is maybe new to um, their beliefs, um, is that how can a God that is a God that you hear of that is um, a God of love and a God of um, all of the good things? So how can a, how can this God that you say is so, so good and loves me so, so much, how can he allow things to happen that I have to heal from? So how does he allow things like disease and sickness and um, natural disasters and um, grief and depression and anxiety. Why do all of these things happen if our God is so good? So the first thing that I wanted to talk to you about is that God designed this world and 
it, it designed, God designed this world and us to work perfectly together. He made the world perfect. There was no flaws. I mean, for the, the craziest thing is, is that for the longest time, it didn't even rain. Like the, the grounds and the grasses and the trees, they all watered like themselves, if that makes sense. Like there was a mist over the land. There was not even rain. Like we think about, I know I think about rain as this whole like down, you know, negative side of things and never rain. And God was so, so pleased with what he created that he wanted to share his love for what he created with us. And so he created us perfectly in his image. So first of all, I want you to take that whole mindset out of this loving God. How does he let bad things happen? Well, he created this world perfect for us. Like we were supposed to live in a perfect place. Um, and then we introduced sin, not God. We introduced sin. Um, and so I want that to be the first thing that you think about is that, that he is a God of love. He created the world perfect for us. We weren't supposed to have sadness and death and anxiety. Yeah, there's so much power in what Brooke's saying too. And, and as she's saying these things, I want you guys to really pay attention to what she's saying and like what that shows about God's heart. When Brooke was talking about how we brought sin into this world through, through, through free will, she did say that, but I want you to really think about what that means that God loves us so much that he would give us free will to choose between what he wants for us being perfect and whole and amazing with abundance of life and joy and happiness. He allowed us to make that decision because he loved us, you know? Um, and I think that's, that's so He didn't powerful. want us to be robots. He didn't want us to be didn't. little pawns in his game. He, you know what I mean? He wanted us to have the ability to make decisions and be ourselves. Um, but the second thing I want you to think about is that God uses the broken, the sinful, the self-doubting people for his glory. Like I want you to look whenever you get a moment, look back. And <laughs> Don't look, look at my screen guys. My dad is in the background. I will probably only be showing Brooke on this part because yeah. <laughs> I want to, I want to encourage you to look back at most of the people that God chose to even continue like the, the line, uh, the lineage that God chose for Jesus to come into the world through was not the perfect, was not the people that were doing everything right. They were actually all the people that were doing everything wrong. <laughs> like they were the ones that were not always listening, not always all of these things. Right. And so, so I encourage you to even look at the disciples as well, like through their suffering and things that they went on, they went through. So I want you to know that first God made this world for us to be perfect or, or made this world perfect for us. And then we introduced sin, sin was introduced because of humans. Second, that God uses the broken, the self, you know, the sinful, the self-doubting people for his glory. So no matter what stage of life you're in, God's using that for some purpose. Mm -hmm. Last thing is that God promises hardships. I've said this before, but he promises that we're going to have hardships. I mean, as soon as Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of, you know, good and evil, and became, tried to be like God and wanted to know all. He, one of the first things he said was, Hey, you're going to suffer in childbirth. You're going to suffer because you're going to have to take care of these lands. You're going to suffer all of these things. He was letting us know like, Hey, you did this. Well, you're never going to be in unity anymore 
with one closeness to me, God, and closeness to the world. So he promised at that moment hardship. So those look different as the years travel on into like what we have today. But the good thing is, is that God gave us free will. So a lot of the hardships that we bring on ourselves, we kind of bring them on ourselves in a way. Um, so Acts 14, 22 is one place where we see that God's giving us hardships. And Acts is a book that talks heavily in the connection of like the link of Christ and the church. So it's kind of starting to make that connection to Christ's life and the church's life and what we should model. Um, and Acts 14, 22 says, we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. So there again, he's promising that we're going to have hardships. Um, so the disciples went through all, every hardship that you can imagine. Like the writer of this, of Acts, um, I'm pretty sure it was Paul. Yeah, Paul. The writer of Acts is Paul. When Paul wrote that one, that one scripture out there, he had just gotten stoned and they thought that he was dead. So they drug him out of the city and he wasn't dead. And then he was like, we're going to go through hardships. It's like, oh, oh good. <laughs> like yeah. here's Paul who just got stoned. And now he's sitting here saying, we're going through hardships, but I'm making my way to the kingdom of heaven. So that is the three things that I want you to think about. The world is perfect and made perfect for us. We introduce sin. Secondly, that God uses everybody, even in their depths, for his sovereign glory. And three, that God promises us hardships. Yeah. So that kind of is stuff that I think about all the time when I'm healing. And um, it kind of gives me a little bit of security knowing that it's not just me. Like, I'm not just going through hardships. Like, there is a purpose for it. Yeah. And, and Brooke is so right. There are so many people who are like, okay, well, why is God allowing me to go through this? However, he did send Jesus Christ to come and die for those sins, to come and pay for um, that anxiety and take your anxieties onto the cross. And I think that's very important to think about when you're facing anxiety, because I'm going to be very honest right now. I am in a season of healing. I prayed not but a week ago that I wanted God to open my eyes in a new way um, and to heal things that I haven't asked healing for. So in this way of healing, I feel like God has been calling me to broaden my, my perspective, perspective of who he is. is. We know that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus and that he has given us not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Um, and that if we would just surrender our thoughts, take every thought captive and submit them to the obedience of God, that he can deal with those things. Um, every single lie that is told to us every single anxious thought that we have has to submit to the lord's authority um god tells us to bring our adversaries to him and not not try to deal with our own god never called us to fight our own battles you know he says to be still and know that i'm god to find peace and rest in him because he is sovereign over all things um so i think i've been learning a lot ab about that recently is just um trying to submit and surrender which is my word last week um, to God's authority, um, and understanding what he says about my life, even in these trials of anxious thoughts and, and everything that's going on that makes my life feel like it's collapsing. So like, Brooke, like what would be like your advice when you feel like your world is collapsing? Um, like how to maintain that faith? I think that the hardest thing is that whenever you're in a 
you know, a valley, it's easy to feel like you're alone and feel like you're nobody's with you that, and you almost have these self-destructive thoughts. So you continue to spiral. Um, and I think I did that a lot, especially when I was around your age. And, um, whenever I went off to college, I felt like I was alone through that. And I think in those moments, what we have to really do is, and actually I've been doing this a whole lot more than I used to. So I'm not even going to act like I used to do this all the time, but now it's like finding those things that are that I'm struggling with. So like you said, anxiety. So in those depths of anxiety, I think it's so important to find scripture that is going to, that you can memorize and repeat to yourself all the time. And not just so much as just like, you're just sitting here quoting scripture over and over and over in your head, but knowledge of the Lord's word, like that we were given this, like, this is a gift to us. Like, this is the only way that we are going to not the only way but this is one of the major ways that we're going to hear God's word and I think if we can repeat these things over and over and over and breathe that to life then that's what's going to get you out of those depths um so that would be my biggest and obviously prayer I think praying in those situations of hardship even if it's just thank you thank yous or help I mean I know that one day I was in one of my lowest points and I was just like God help. I don't know what else to ask. I just need you to help. Um, and I think just really having friends that you can talk to that will walk you through, um, life struggles is huge as well. Yeah, that's so good. Um, you just reminded me of this thing that I actually heard today. Um, and one that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We know that, but two that, um, confessing our sins, the beginning of healing. And I think that is so crazy because you can be sinning by choosing to believe the lies of the world and the lies of the enemy over the word of God. Um, that we know that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but continuously going back into that spirit of fear over and over and over and over again. Um, so when you're in this process of healing, the same process that I'm going through right now, I think it's super important to look in your life and, and even look through um, your family's history and try to find what lies have been holding me back? Just start through your speech with yourself, honestly. What are you telling yourself? You know, I constantly tell myself I'm not good enough. Um, or I can't even think of one right now, but like a lot of the things that have, have, have gone over my family, God has revealed to me that um, I live by the spirit of fear, shame, and control. Those are three things that I deal with. Um, and so in this process of healing, the lady was telling me because it was a really deep process that I'm not really going to go into right now, but it's basically just, um, meditating on God's word and letting him speak what he wants healing over your life. And, um, just letting him speak into your life, um, and, 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 and reveal different lies and then repenting of believing those lies, repenting, um, asking forgiveness for, um, where you haven't trusted him and also asking him to come in your life and, and heal Heal things. things. Cause the thing thing is, is, as, um, as we are faced with, with trials and, uh, with traumas in our life, we tend to put those onto ourselves and onto our identities. Like, for example, like I used to live five years of saying that I'm depressed. I allowed my depression to be part of my identity, you know, um, or whatever else. 
this happened in my life, this happened in life, and it leaves a stain on you. But God is calling us to surrender those to him, to give him these things that understand that, yeah, while they might be hard, that God can heal them and have faith in that. Because this is a very spiritual war where we are plopped in the middle of a fight between Satan and God. God is fighting for our heart every single day. But what Satan is doing is he's trying to distract you. He's trying to discourage you. And he's trying to take you to hell with him in order to hurt God. We are just placed in the middle that you said that, because I think what's what something that we have to understand is that all of the negative things that we hear is not of God. All of the negative things that you're hearing all the time is not our God. God is the one that's trying to tell you that you were wonderfully and beautifully made. You are perfect in my sight. I made you from my perfect. I made you perfect in my sight. So I think that that's a huge thing to be able to understand is when you're hearing these things that you're not good enough, you're never going to be good enough. Um, all those things that is not God. That is 100% the enemy. And I think that's huge that you are working towards identifying that. And especially because those are the hardest things to not listen to Yeah. because you, you, you listen to all that you, I know how I know I don't want to be imperfect. I want to be perfect. So if I can listen to what the devil's saying that I'm not good at and try to fix it, then that's what I'm going to do. But I can't listen to the devil. I have to allow myself to listen to the truth and not the lies. And that's why I think that sometimes you try to heal the wrong way. I know that sounds like really, what do you mean heal the wrong way? But I mean, think about how society is trying to heal right now. Like we were reading this article in my AP Lang class and it's talking about social media pop culture. And you, I don't know, Brooke, if you've heard, um, have you, it's like a 60 second, like the news feed or whatever. And it's talking about this girl who like left Facebook and like had this whole thing about how Facebook is dividing the country. And um, you haven't heard that? Well, mom did. And she was like, what the heck? But anyways, it was talking about how Facebook is, and Instagram are encouraging our society to like, be more receptive to suicide and yes. eating, eating disorders, disorder. etc. Sorry, I keep glitching. I hear it. And it's really distracting me. Um, and eating disorders through their feed. And why I think that is specifically is because of the algorithms. You think about it. Our whole social media feed is based to entice us to react because as we react facebook instagram they get more money with how much we use their app so what's happening is my simple desire to be accepted by people and to be beautiful has me clicking and reacting with certain things that are based on my desires and what happens is when we allow ourselves to be the gods of our lives um and the guides of of our truth like making up this whole truth and this whole identity of what our world should look like and how we should act we're building these algorithms that are encouraging that so much to the point that it's leading us to complete destruction. You know, how I think I should heal is scrolling and distracting myself. But what I'm distracting myself with is a truth that I made up that is leading me to destruction rather than going to the absolute truth that has already identified me that is never changing, whereas my desires are changing and that has the best for me. Like we are going to the wrong places. We're going to the world. We're going to people to find healing. We're going to relationships to give us worth rather than to God. And then whenever God is revealing these things that we need to surrender to him and bring up these new emotions, as a Christian, I have felt 
defeated. I felt like I'm taking 20 steps backwards in order to go forward. But the thing is, I know, I know the answer and I know how this ends. You know, we know that God has the victory, but sometimes he presents these hard truths in front of us of like, Hey, look, maybe as a society or as Christians in society, have you been chasing the aesthetic of Christianity, the feeling of Christianity, or have you been chasing Jesus? You know, sometimes we can get distracted with other things and we haven't been chasing after Jesus. Um, and then all of a sudden we're in this place of where we have all these things that are broken that we face with that we haven't dealt with. And you're like, how did I get here? And so then whenever God brings them back up in your life to say, hey, it's time for you to surrender these to me. And, and knowing that he's there, and you know, his character, we forget it. And we're like, crap, I'm, 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 I'm back here in a spot where I was when I first sought you. And I'm not sure what's coming next. I'm out of control of my life. I'm back in a place where it takes complete faith to heal. Healing is a faith process, you know? Mm -hmm. God can very well heal you in a supernatural way. You can be prayed for and you can be healed right there and then. Sometimes it's a natural way. Sometimes it's through tears. Sometimes it's through medicines. And sometimes it's in a heavenly way. God doesn't always promise that he's going to heal it immediately and that it is a long and hard process, but it will be healed. Maybe not even on this life. Maybe depression is something you're going to struggle with for the rest of your life. But God promises at the end of your life, if you believed in him and if you had faith in him, that he will wipe away every tear. And that's mm -hmm. heavenly because maybe you won't come till you're in heaven, but God will, will will heal we'll you yeah we'll heal your pain but it's mm -hmm. okay to understand that it's a process it's okay to understand that these things are hard um and i'm just gonna be very vulnerable with you guys right now i have been faced this week with so much that has come up that i dealt with when i first found jesus these thoughts and this anxiousness of not really understand and this might be why i'm so sporadic in my speaking today but it's just because there's a wave of emotion and there's a wave of ideas that have just crossed my mind that I haven't thought about for like two years. The reason why I haven't thought about them is because they weren't crucial to me believing in God at that time, but now it's crucial to me understanding God in a more fuller way. And so I think that God is allowing me to be faced with these scary things and these things that hurt and these things that I've dealt with, these traumas that people have said things to me. And so when I distanced myself completely from that, when I first got saved, I understood God's heart for me and that I needed to find my identity in him, but I had not dealt with the painful words that people said to me. And it, and it leaves an imprint on your life. And it totally explains why I'm scared to get in a relationship nowadays, you know, but I haven't allowed God to go in specifically and heal that part of my life. So the process of healing it now, it brings scary thoughts and it makes me want to build up walls, but we are, we are going to have this weight on our life, maybe depression, things that you can't control. And we also have these sin in our life, but the only way that we are going to have healing for any of it is through our confession, through speaking right. truth on it. Because in the dark, the enemy can tell you whatever he wants to tell you. He can tell right. you that you're a slut. You're never going to be happy. You're going to be stuck here. You're not going to be able to be in a relationship with every, anyone. You're never going to be holy. You're never going to be clean. You're always going to be lost. stuck. Yeah, things. you're going to be stuck in the sin. You're not going to be able to understand God completely because you don't understand things of the spiritual world. As I mean, not not fully comprehending how God can work through healing. Because I've this is my first time experiencing it. That maybe you don't even trust in God because 
you're having hard trying to figure out this thing. God knows we're going to have doubts, but it's whether we choose faith. Faith is not a feeling. I think I've fooled myself to thinking that faith is a feeling and an emotion, but it's not about us. It's, it's, it's an action and it's having faith in God, regardless of what you're feeling, because you know of his goodness, mm-hmm. you know? So Excuse super me. exciting to see you so on fire right now you're just like spitting truth right now well because that's you're- what jesus does like this is why God, that why brooke was saying which is what i was trying to say before i lost my train of thought because the enemy is really trying to get in my head this podcast is like brooke said god's gonna allow you to be stoned because one it's how you react to it but two and how you react to it is a testimony of what god does to other people but also to build you up like like I was through, I was in a lull of like, I knew this stuff about God, but when I first found out about God, like I was telling Broken Past podcast, I was like, guys, he transformed my life. You know, God's going to let you go through doubt, but you have to be confident that he will answer those prayers because he's answered mine already in the middle of like my pain. I was like, God, I, I'm angry at you yesterday. I'm going to be honest. I told God, I said, I'm angry at you. Why are you making me feel like I'm out of control? Why are you making me feel like, I'm this, this, and that. Why are you letting me doubt you if you're such a good God? Which is what Brooke literally said in the beginning. Like, I'm saying that right now as a believer. And he was like, he turned, I was listening to Spotify. He completely canceled out the app out of nowhere. And the first song that came on, and also like my voice is going out. I wonder why. Um, The song Victory came on by Elevation. And when I first saved, when I was baptized, Brooke was there. Victory was my favorite song because it's like, I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see the back victory and that there's no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I was like, wow, this is really God right here. He's telling me I'm going to have a victory. And the next song that comes on is you're still as good. And it's a song. The lyrics go something like you're still as good as when I met you. You're still the same God that walked me through the fire. Basically something like God was like, girl, I'm still the same God that met with you the first time. You know, I'm still the same God that loves you. That's walking with you through the fire. You see him differently though. Your relationship with him is different now. That's why it's different. Because Mm -hmm. at the beginning, it was new. You were learning. You, and I mean, you're still learning. I'm still learning, but you were so fresh in it that you were just like, glory to God. Everything, Mm -hmm. everything that happened in life, glory to God. And now you're starting to get into that walk with Christ. Like you're walking with now. And it's all not always going to be like, woo. You yeah. know, times, like you said, where you're like, I'm angry, I'm mad, I'm frustrated, and I just like can't right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, I, I make this connection all the time, but you're, that's the same as a relationship with anybody that you're, you're in a relationship yeah. with. You're going to have highs where you're just so in love and grateful for each other. And then there's going to be times when you want to literally other face in the snow and that's the same idea as you're having with your relationship with christ and when you walk with them for longer long periods of times you're going to see these ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. and i think that that's awesome to see you go from one thing to continuing to learn who he is as a as our god and now continuing to go through healing you there's no way and this is where god's timing is so perfect there's no way a year ago that you could be healing through what you're healing through right now, because at that point you were way too vulnerable and you would have just been like, Nope, 
no thing. she knows this i'm so glad that you're saying this because i couldn't see myself from your perspective like you're speaking so much truth too about what's happening specifically in my life with god because brooke knows exactly where i was she knows exactly the thoughts that i've been having so like what you're saying now is like so awesome so keep going keep going <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was pretty much it. I do want to say there's one song that I've been listening to like on repeat recently, and it's called Goodness of God by Rhett Walker and Essential Worship. Y'all, if you just need a moment to just like be like, holy smokes, you need to listen to this song. That's one of my numbers. Like, I'm serious. I've probably played it on repeat at like a hundred percent volume in my house for the last like three days, like 12 times. Was Lily jamming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Praising it all. And the other one is whatever may come. And that really draws me to what we've talked about today, because it literally says, whatever may come, I know you're with me, whatever may come, no matter what it is. If I have you I win. And I know that that sounds crazy, but as a Christian, I have, so, and this comes probably from my competitive nature of my whole <laughs> entire life. And like, I don't like to lose, but like, I'm on the winning team. Like I am going to win all of this crap, all of this heartache, all of the things that I've ever gone through. I win. I am going to win. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to be standing there and I'm going to be like, praise God that you did the hard work and you got it to where I just had to say, thank you, God. And now that I've said, thank you, God, and every day, but I do my best to be um, a follower of Christ and to do, to follow his commands, then I win. Yeah. And how awesome is that to sit back and even like after you, maybe not when you're in the valley, you might not think about that, but when you're at the top on the mountain and you look back at what you've accomplished and you can say, I win, that sucked, but God, and because of him, I win. You know what? So many things are being confirmed to me right now in this moment with what you're just saying, because my friend, uh, when I was really, I was struggling, guys, this morning I was crying and all. I had a bad dream and it made me shameful. That was one of the worries, guys. Okay, first off, I had two days of like anxiety, which is my fear. Then I had anger because I lost control. And now I'm dealing with shame and my my dreams, I'm gonna be very honest, had a lot of sexual content to them that made me disgusted and I felt shameful. And my friend sent me the song called Defender. And God's been really like, in like three different ways have been like confirming things to me and just did it right now with Brooke. Um, so the first lyric of the song was saying that you've gone before I knew, and then you come back with the head of my enemy. And all I did was praise you and you give me the victory. And that is, that is God's heart. And I think that in the season, and I think there's some people out there who can relate with me. We're forgetting God's heart. We're forgetting his character. We're assuming that it's cruel because I can't hear him right now. When faith is really the act of stepping out, even when he's not there, even when you don't feel him, because you know of his goodness and you know of his character. We're choosing not to believe that, but the thing is God's working even though we can't see him there or we can't hear him or we're not sure. Like he's working against our enemies. Like he's surrounding us with his angels. If we would just pray, you know, I think prayer is so strong. Um, What's that Lauren Daigle song? Uh, she talks, she sings a song that talks about God sending his angels. 
I can't think of the name of it, but it's good. Because this podcast right now, I'm really just like airing out my business right now. But I feel like God is going to speak to someone because I'm in a vulnerable spot. I am, but I am so hopeful in God. Like I'm not certain half the times and I do doubt that's a hundred percent, but I am certain that he will give me victory. And I don't know what that is. I said that before. Like the one thing that got me out in the beginning was some type of faith that kept me going right now. It's some type of faith that's still giving me hope. And I a hundred percent bet I'm about to go to youth group because I have youth group and I know my Lord's going to meet with me there. And so I want you to be encouraged that as Christians, me and Brooke, we deal with a crap ton of anxiety but we have faith, you know, we have faith. We don't, it's not a feeling. It's not for us, but we know that God is for us. And that's amazing. You know? Yeah. You can definitely lean on God whenever you know that he's gone before you. Like Mm -hmm. he, and I had to say this other day, Ben and I were sitting in the car talking about my anxieties about Lily And like, that's all we talk about sometimes I feel like, because I'm usually like ugly crying about it for some reason. And I finally pinpointed like where that, where that anxiety, where the root of that anxiety is. And I was talking to him about it. And, you know, I was just like, I know that my child was knitted in my womb, knitted, like God perfectly made her in my womb and her life her story's complete god has written her story no matter if it's two years long four years long 90 years long her story is written and she has a perfect purpose for god's kingdom i am borrowing her god has allowed me to have her to further his kingdom and she is she is a i'm borrowing her she is god's she is God's child. And I finally had to be like, her story's written. I can't change that. There's nothing that I can do that can change her story. And whenever that epiphany came over me, I was like, whew, all right. I would be heartbroken if something happened to her. Most of our family would be heartbroken if something happened to her. Yes. But there is a there is a firm foundation in knowing that she is so much better off. She would be so much better off. You know, anybody in any bit of grief, they are so much better off because they are being protected by the God of our world, our universe. He is protecting us daily and he loves her more than I can ever love her. And whenever that comes across, you as a mother or, you know, whoever that you are loved more than you can imagine. And he hurts when you hurt. There's, there's just so much calmness that can come over you because you, whenever you feel unlovable, whenever people are telling you that you are unlovable, that you'll never be loved, that you're this, that, or the other say bye-bye because you are so loved by somebody that's way more important than whoever's speaking that. Mm -hmm. So remember that as you continue walking through this healing stage, that you're so loved, so loved beyond what you can ever imagine. Yeah. 
bitch. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. listening to the struggling beautifully podcast make sure to check out our instagram at struggling beautifully pod as well as our tiktok we have all the information about new podcasts coming out um on our feed as well as in our bio and our link tree so make sure to check that out and thank you so much for listening